Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a personal branding expert and photographer. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about personal branding and life in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up when I was terrified to put myself out into the world. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Wherever you are listening today, be sure and pause for just a minute and leave a review. Your ratings and reviews are what help the word spread about the show. If you find the information presented in the podcast helpful, please share it with friends and others and leave that review so that others can find us too. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Hey friends, welcome back. This is another new episode of the Second Phase Podcast, and today we're going to talk all about the brand equation. So when you're thinking about going into that second phase of life, or you're thinking about starting a business, where do you begin? How do you know where to start to discover what your personal brand should be? Where do you begin when you decide you want to move into that second phase of your career or life. My career journey was atypical. I am fortunate or maybe unfortunate that the left and right side of my brain work equally. I have the scientific side, which is what I used for my original degree, but I also have that artistic side. I came by both naturally. My parents are super bright and my mom's probably gonna listen to this and think wow she thinks that i do mom i really do and they're both they were both very artistic as well my mother is an artist and my father was very creative he could draw and he was a master woodworker but i did not want to follow my mom's footsteps and become an artist i wanted something bigger in quotes bigger As I said in the intro episode, I wanted a high-powered career. So how did I come about photography? Well, I followed my values, my visions, and my passions. Since I was a little girl, I have loved photography. I had some amazing influences when I was young, and I picked up a camera early. I loved to take pictures, and my parents' Polaroid camera was a favorite toy. I used to take pictures and post them all over the house. It probably drove my mom crazy, but she never complained. But that passion was inside of me no matter how I suppressed it, no matter what I went to school for, no matter what journey I was on, I still loved photography and I still loved to take pictures. And I've also always loved to help others. I love to make others feel good. I enjoy serving others. Having been someone who was always insecure, anxious, and had body image issues, it means the world to me to be able to make someone else feel at ease, to feel beautiful, and to feel confident. 
I am passionate about making others feel good about themselves and to achieve success. I aspired to do great things, to be successful while having freedom to spend time with my family. I envisioned owning my own business. But when I saw myself, I always saw myself with a camera. I, I can't explain it. But in those early years before I decided to take the leap from, from pharmacy to photography, and I was taking photography classes just for fun because it was a hobby, I always saw myself doing shoots. I, you know, I could see myself bending over and, and getting in awkward positions with my camera and, and taking pictures. It was just, it was almost like a, a fantasy or a dream and it was very um, glamorous to me in my mind. So I've always had that, um, that vision in my head. When I combined my passion to create with the values of helping others and the vision of being successful and having my own business, I became a photographer. So that is how my brand equation helped me find the second phase. So how can it help you? How can it help others? Well, my, my corporate clients who come in for headshots are often amazed that I gave up a six-figure career and benefits with perks to be a photographer. Then they say to me, I wish I could do something like that. I wish I had a passion. I wish there was something I could do like that, like what you've done. And people are always really, I guess, inspired by the fact that I took this leap and I, and I followed my passion. So what I, what I say to them is that they can, everyone can. There's nothing that puts us inside of a box that says you have to stay there and you have to be what you are today. Some of us, and I will admit I'm one of them, are really fortunate that they have a spouse or a significant other or financial means that allow them to, you know, maybe work for less or take time to find themselves or take time to build a business. Um, and others may not have that, but there are ways around that. There's always a way to do a side hustle if you really want something and you really want to make it work. So whether you are looking to change careers and start something new or want to find a meaningful volunteer experience, you can use the personal brand equation to guide you. So here's what I'm going to suggest you do. Hopefully you have a notebook and pen ready. If not, you can always re-listen to this episode or you can visit the details in the, sh in the show notes and you'll find this information there as well. So first and foremost, you want to make a list of your values. What is important to you? What fuels your soul? What gives you joy? What really moves you? You know what I mean. That feeling you get that is unique when you just know everything's right. You are in the right place, doing the right thing with the right people. It's almost like you get tingles in your body. Like it just feels right. There's an actual physical reaction to that. The next thing I want you to do is make a list of your visions. Close your eyes and think about how you looked the last time you felt amazing. The last time you had that physical reaction to something that you were doing that was really, really amazing. Where were you? What were you doing? Who were you with? Visualize where you want to be, where you want to be working, volunteering, spending time with people, and how you want to be doing those things. What do you see 
that you are using. Perhaps a camera, maybe it's a notebook and pen, maybe it's a garden, maybe you're surrounded by mountains. Where do you envision yourself finding that feeling that I mentioned before? What do you envision yourself doing when you've felt that feeling? And who do you envision yourself with? Now, list out the things that you are passionate about. And there is no limit to the length of this list. For example, serving others. But don't just stop there. Do you like to serve children, the elderly, the poor? Where do you feel the most passion? Which population moves you most? Perhaps you're passionate about your faith or cooking, maybe coffee or wine. Maybe you're passionate about teaching or writing, or maybe fitness is what really fuels you. Maybe it's fashion, maybe it's politics. For each and every one of us, our list of passions are going to be different. But whatever those passions are, you should feel some sort of physical um, tingle or twinge or something. Like you should feel a little nudge of some sort whenever you are thinking about those things that you're passionate about. There will be something that just lights you up. So make a list of those things. And the list can go on and on. These are just a few examples. But think about what things really light you up when you think about them. After you have made these three lists, take a deeper look at them. Where is their crossover? Where can you mirror your values, your visions, and your passions? Maybe you can't quit your job, but you want something more in your life. Use this equation to help guide you to find that something that will be impactful for you and for others. Something that will fuel you and mirror your values and help you achieve your visions and your passions. If you want to start something new, you can always start small, such as a side hustle. Maybe you have to work on the weekends, maybe you have to work in the evenings to build something. You have to sacrifice to do that, but where there's a will, there is a way. Maybe you just have to start that side hustle and work your way up until you can quit the full-time job or go part-time in the job that you have and do more with the side hustle until it can take off and be the full-time endeavor that you want it to be. But listen, all of this takes time. This may not come to you overnight. Be patient and follow your heart through the process. Your gut and your heart will lead you. And of course, there's always prayer to guide you. This is not a process to take lightly. And there's so many factors to consider. Like I said, I was extremely blessed that my husband had a good living. We had a decent savings. So I was able to take this leap and start something new. It has not been a cakewalk. I have worked really, really hard to get to where I am today. And every entrepreneur that I know has worked really, really hard. And a lot of us started out as side hustles. When I was working, I was taking photography classes. So it's not like this was something that I just had in my tool belt and I jumped right into. This was something that 
I had to work at. I had to master my skills as a photographer before I could actually become a photographer. So I had been doing that for years and years, taking classes. Once I started my blog and then I started to move into being a professional photographer, I still had a lot to learn. And then I had a lot to learn on the business side. So don't for a second pressure yourself into thinking this is going to happen overnight and you're going to be an overnight success because that's not realistic. But the reality is that you can identify the direction to move in using your values, your visions, and your passions and coming up with something that ends up being related on all three of those lists. And that will give you a ton of guidance and help you be able to move forward into the second phase and to move forward into the second phase gracefully and confidently. Introducing the Brand Insider. The Brand Insider is my customized program in which I work with my team of vetted experts to create personal brands or to rebrand our clients, creating amazing visual content, copy, logos, websites, videos, as well as managing social media accounts and providing information on what the importance of social media actually is and how to use it to grow your engagement and sell without selling. We build brands that stand out and make an impact. Visit my website where you can learn all about personal branding and what we can do together to help you and your brand soar to new heights in 2020. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. Before you go, have we connected on Instagram yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Find me at the Robin Graham. It's Robin with a Y. And take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so that I can find you too. You can also find me on Facebook at Robin Graham Photography and on LinkedIn as Robin Graham. I hope you'll follow me in those places so that we can stay connected and I can get to know more about you as well. And remember, if you found this information helpful or think a friend might enjoy it, please spread the word. Until next time, remember to smile.